Well, hello everybody, Darren Saul, your host of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast, episode 101 with the lovely Divya Darling. How are you doing, Div? So good. So good to be here with you. I love, uh, I love being my here. My pleasure. Now, for everybody out there, Divya has been on the show before. We had a sensational one. So she's back today and I'm very honoured to chat about breaking through limiting loops and patterns. So for everybody who missed her first show, Divya Darling is a brain trainer at the Intrinsic Brilliance Institute. She's the co-creator of Your Success Code, the inner parenting method, and lives to enlighten up our world. Neuroscientists agree that around 95% of our behaviors originate from the unconscious which is developed during childhood. So if we're not thrilled with the results we're getting, this is where we need to be putting our attention. In this episode, Divya Darling discusses her inner parenting method, which creates long lasting breakthroughs by rewiring childhood trauma. So welcome again, Div. Thanks, thanks. I'm excited to be sharing on a topic that has been so, life-changing pivotal for me and and those that we serve yeah wow absolutely and i love you know we're having a little chat before the show and i just love talking about uh, the unconscious mind meditation mindfulness practice of rewiring neural pathways etc etc um so i'm really looking forward to having a chat about this but maybe what's changed since last time we spoke anything, Ooh, anything new? Frozen for me oh you're frozen it let me know if you're back are we back? Yes, I'm yes. back. Sorry, a little awesome. glitch. I didn't know if it was my end of year and the no, slight no. freeze. All good. So, Div, what, tell us a bit about what's, ch- uh, what's changed since last time we spoke and what are you up to at the moment? Well, our um, two key things that have, that have really, really changed. And one of the things is that you know how we spoke before about how we need to have useful structures in in our our mind to uh, to navigate our world successfully, right? We we need to definitely more and more than ever to yeah, right. And if we don't have those, we're um, essentially up. You know, S Creek without a paddle. Like that's really what life is when we don't have useful structures. And and everyone can relate to that because we've all been there. We've all been there. Oh yeah. And the Um, world is getting crazier and crazier. So we need the weapons and the methodology to be able to handle it. Yeah, precisely. So one of the things that Deb and I, my my co-director and I started to see is there are things that we we would work with someone on and and they'd have uh, like a huge shift and in that moment and and then some things would loop back they would they would come back again and that's not normal for us right well what, what we're used to is there's there's a, um, someone has a shift on a deep level and then they move like move forward right in life and everything is different for them like this we we uh, we work as as um, true second order change agents in in that regard and and so what we noticed was they would 
kind of we'd see the same pattern come back time and again and they'd regress to this like childlike uh space and 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 so the kind of questions when we're when we ask the questions why why does that person behave like why can't they behave like an adult why does you know we're, and we've all had the experiences where we just see ourselves behave really immaturely and we're like why did i just do that yeah exactly well, well, why do I say that or why do I do that? And, and so it was observing those age regressions that over time that came to developing this inner parenting method. And it uh, uh, is something that I'll give you an example, one of what, what's, what's taken effect for me from it, right? I did not know that because my mum showed love through food yep. that when there, there were moments that I felt mm, kind of disconnected, lonely, what have you, I would go to eat. And I was never, because I am mindful and conscious about what I eat, yep. It's never been a binge eating situation or anything like that. But I noticed that pattern that was like, huh, I, when I'm out of a relationship with someone, I eat more is what I noticed. I was like, oh, that, that's interesting. And then I found that association that was there. And these are all unconscious things, right? Because uh, what happens in childhood is where we lay these neural networks that form our rule books and scripts for life right and and if you've ever seen that that um image of the uh, iceberg where it's like this much is the yeah. conscious mind and the rest yeah. unconscious Definitely. right so i didn't realize how much i was using consciousness to like my conscious mind willpower to kind of no i won't eat that and all that there was a high level of consciousness there but unconscious there was still this association that was there and had i not done the inner parenting process had i not used the tools in that program i wouldn't right now i'm on day seven of a water fast day seven of of a 10-day water fast i wouldn't have been able to accomplish a feat like that before it would have been like how am i ever going to do that like my this sense of um it would have felt too big for me and beyond me. So what's, right? tell us a bit, what's a water fast? What do you do in a water fast? I only drink water. For seven days? Well, I'm doing it for 10. Oh my God. <laughs> You're incredible. But these types of things are, like anything is available to us. Water fasting has so many benefits. Like it's um, physical benefits, detoxification, emotional benefits, spiritual benefits. All, there's a lot of benefits that are there. Wow. I mean, if, if we, if it's not done skillfully, there might be risks as well. If people aren't um, listening to their bodies in the process. But for me, it was after having made that shift, it felt like a, an aligned course of action. I like it. And, and, and this is how we know when the work we've done, it has taken effect as we see the change in, in the real world. And one of the things that has informs our inner parenting methodology is this principle of correspondence as within, so without. Yep. 
right? This is a universal principle, as within, so without. So if it's so without, I like that. Mm-hmm. As above, so below, as within, so without. Universal principle, the principle of correspondence. Yep. So we're, we're seeing something show up in the external world. It's going to reflect something in the internal world. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. Right? I love it. I love it. And so obviously you've done a lot of research or lately you've guys really been diving into, you know, that unconscious time in childhood where these neural networks and pathways are laid what what age group are they when are they laid exactly what's the studies around that so basically what happens is from the moment we're born we're absorbing 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 all kinds of information right and when we're about five years old the brain does this big pruning right it's called a pruning when we prune our neural networks our synaptic connections we kind of get rid of all the things that we don't think that we need and and when we start if um, doing personal development work, start on the personal growth journey, spiritual evolution journey, all of that. We start with recognizing our current triggers, right? Our current triggers. And we kind of um, be, learn to become non-reactive to what's there in the moment, right? So we start with, so in this moment, this person is, is uh, you know, I, I feel triggered around this person and uh, we notice these contexts and we clean that up. Yep. We've got a lot of processes that in, in IBI that we teach in, in your success code, our, our flagship brain training program. And we find we have more and more freedom and expansiveness in our day-to-day life. Right. And so the more we clean, the more we clean, the more we clean, the further back it goes. And then we start accessing the stuff from childhood where it's like we, we get to the deeper stuff. So we start with the more current stuff and then we get to the really deep stuff. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, particularly if it's before the age of three, we don't have memories for it, right? Because three is when our, our hippocampus, our, our um, memory center is, is actually formed. Right. So before it's not really common for people to have a whole lot of memories before the age of three. I, I certainly don't. Some people I know do, um, but most most people don't. Um, and uh, and so we don't recognize these associations we've made because they're 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 just they're like these unconscious rules that we have for life. Like I'll give you another example of one that I had. Um, uh, that I recently found uh, <laughs> from my, my brother um, that's okay when when as a child so a lot of this this our work layers with attachment styles and, and things like that so when um, when I was six it was too painful to think that my brother didn't love me when he called me names or, or, um, you know, push me down the stairs or or whatever. Did did what big brothers do, right? Did what big brothers do where they're, so, so my, the association was like, oh, that's how someone who loves you treats you. Oh boy. So is it any surprise that I found myself in a relationship where I had that experience of, of, you know, uh, emotional abuse and in, in name calling. Like, is that any surprise where it was that the, on an unconscious level, that script was there. Yep. That's incredible. 
right? And and it didn't. I, I'm off. Um, I, I look back at at that experience. I, I was fully, you know, I love this man dearly. I I um, I had a really loving, enriching experience because I take responsibility for my experience of, of life, and I I didn't think there was anything amiss with that until I started looking at. What it is about me that, that like how did I attract that where right? when we get yeah. really curious about recognizing this principle uh, you know as within so without so I'm like I I drew that in most people don't know that most people don't operate in the frame of like actually uh well I'll come back to that later when I talk about the parenting styles, when, when I talk about the different parenting styles. But most people would be quick to point, point the finger and blame sure. and say, you did this exactly. to me. And exactly. And, and a lot of that is learned. And, and a lot of this is learned behavior because the, the truth is, so, so with, the, with, the, um, with the law of correspondence, in order for us to know what truly is effective parenting, all we have to do is look in the external world and look at what creates maturation, right? So there's science behind, there's four different um, parenting styles uh, and only one of them is proven to support maturation. The other three stunt it. Right, really? And maturation meaning just the healthy involvement of a person. Exactly. Because the thing is physical maturation, as long as you have enough food, you're going to grow to be like food, water, like you have your, you will grow to be a fully formed adult in terms of your physicality, but emotional maturation needs to be facilitated by a competent mentor, coach, parent, you know, so like there has to be someone to facilitate emotional maturation. And so the degree to which our parents are competent is the degree to which like we become competent, right? We've got stunted parents, which a lot of us really do because they're, they're from, they're operating from one of these three styles that stunt, which is only what they learn from their parents. Then that's, that's what's going to happen for us it's no surprise it's incredible and and when do they say is there a time when you're you know those pathways i suppose those pathways are never actually formed you can always re as we said you can always rewire them but at what point is that point where they get harder and harder to rewire you know from childhood is it a certain age where it's you're really set and it takes more work or is it always going to be flexible well, anything can be rewired, right? Um, that's the beauty of neuroplasticity. Is anything can be rewired. With this work, this this inner parenting work, these younger parts, they actually they need uh, a competent adult to facilitate their maturation. So basically, what it's like, if you want to use the metaphor, it's like there's a train going along, and then a carriage gets um derailed right and the carriage gets derailed that's a part that gets kind of stunted and anytime we have a trigger any trigger 
it will link back to one of these younger parts, right? And so we start with, oh, okay, that was, that was me two years ago, or that was me like, and then we go down and down, down, down like, like all the way to, oh, okay, so this was the, the childhood self, these younger parts that were uh, derailed and they kind of just wait there. Yeah. Because they, the rest of the psyche matures and develops, but they don't come along for the ride. They need us to go back for them and kind of uh, and, and, bring them along. Yeah. Right? To kind of hold space for them. So what we teach in the inner parenting process is how to be that one style of, of parent that is competent and knows how to support that maturation so that part can mature and and as i said the results of that is like you know i'm able to do a water fast so there's all kinds of things are different in the world we've got so many um like it. people in program that that speak of how they're uh, they're relating with their Business has changed. Money has changed. Their own parents has changed yeah. through doing this process. That's, that's fascinating. So it's really yeah. like saying in layman's terms that a, the right parenting style will allow your child to build the correct neural pathways so you don't have to, so they don't run into trouble later on. When they do find the situation where the incorrect neural pathways might be set, they correct them. And so later on, there's nothing to come back to. Exactly. And then the, the, the byproduct of that is we can navigate through the world with so much more flow oh, and ease. How nice is that? I'm like Superman. How nice is that, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Wow, I love that. And is this something new or is this, you know, has this kind of study been around for a while? Or inner parenting? No, this is, the, well, the, you're talking about the parenting, um, Diane, uh, uh, Berman's research on parenting, that's been around for a little while. That, I can't remember the exact year that's been done. I want to say the 70s, but it's, it's been around for a while. Wow. Um, yeah. So her, that research is, is, there are these styles. So we've got our, and, and people can relate to this, right? So we've got our uh, authoritarian parent, which is right. the parent that's like, I'm going to tell you what to do. Yep. And it's like, one directional communication and yeah. they have my way under my roof. that's it <laughs> you'll do what i say and there's very little nurturing right and usually that will will couple there'll be a pot like if there's in a parenting dynamic there'll be an authoritarian parent and a permissive parent the okay. permissive parent is the one that's like anything you want is fine right cop, bad so cop. Open Good cop, communication bad cop. but it's yeah, right. And so the, the, this is that dynamic that they play out. One plays that, and and both of these are stunting styles, right? Both of these styles, the permissive style, where the um, there are no boundaries, uh, there's really high nurturing, mm -hmm. but there, you know, little expectations, yeah. and so those two styles kind of magnetize toward each other. And then there's the the style that is the um, kind of uh, uninvolved parent, which is they're basically gotcha. absent, right? They're the neglectful parent, not around. Yeah, so yeah. there's, you know, very little communication because they're not there, very little nurturing, very little like um, expectations aren't there because they're not present. 
yes. right? So then there's that, that type of parent as well that's just like, do whatever you want kind of thing. Here's and it's different money. from the permissive. See you next week. I'll see you tomorrow. Buy yourself a pizza. You're good. <laughs> You'll be right, right? So that, 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 that child has to grow up really quickly yeah. because the parent doesn't know how to be a parent. And with the permissive parent, that child stays stunted because um, they, they get coddled to the point where, like, for example, my, my, uh, um, I, in my previous relationship, I was a bonus mom. Right. And, uh, and uh, I like that term better than stepmom. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't quite sure what that meant. A bonus mom. I like that. <laughs> I noticed the, 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 the confusion. I don't really like the term stepmom. I was a bonus mom. Yep. And, and um, he hadn't, he didn't know how to tie. I was a bonus mom from the age of, he was seven to 12, right? Okay. Uh, in, during that, that period. And uh, at the age of nine, I was like, I'm, I'm going to teach you how to tie your shoelaces because nobody else has done that. <laughs> and it's kind of an important skill to have yeah. because his mom would just do it for him. Right. And, and his dad would just buy like Velcro shoes so he didn't have to learn. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and I'm like, this is an important skill to have. Yep. Like these are, so, so this is <laughs> the, the hallmark of the parenting style that, that truly supports maturation is the authoritative parenting, which is really much more like coaching. It's really more like coaching. Coach, like you're a space holder in that. You, there's, um, there's high nurturing, high expectations with clear goals, right? Clear goals and communication. And there is um, age appropriate communication and there's boundaries there's boundaries in discipline there's a recognition of it is my role to guide you it is my like i take that responsibility it's we're not we're not peers here you come to me for guidance i guide that's my job and there's a way in which we can do it skillfully where we support them in maturing by teaching them how to think for themselves which doesn't happen in a lot of the other parenting styles because there isn't that same support there where you ask the questions so their own intelligence can emerge. So that's why from the other parenting styles, what emerges is people that are like, I need, tell me what to do. I need to know what to do. Whereas if, if we've had a competent authoritative parent, if we've from, as a result of this process, we can self-source, Yes. Answers. We can self-source wisdom. We, we know. I know what to do. I'll ask myself and I will guide myself skillfully. Fascinating. I love that. That is so cool. Yeah. And so, and so obviously this is the, a program that you guys have put together to teach parents how to be authoritative. No. This is a program we've put together to teach anyone uh-huh. who is struggling through these loops and patterns in their life to recognize these are your stunted parts. I see. That have some scripts that you don't even know about. Uh-huh. And so if you're having the same issue time and time again, money, you keep dating the same guy that you know, <laughs> yep. doesn't, you know, uh, turn up in the way that you'd like or well, these, yep. or any of these. the same behaviors. We repeat find out why. Right? 
I always find myself broke or um, yeah. um, never have enough time or whatever. Never have enough time. Like all of these the repeating patterns yep. to recognize there are some beliefs that your younger parts formed before you were even aware of it. Yep. And they're the ones running the show. Gotcha. And when you learn how to pay, when you learn how to be that parent that they need, yep. you can then re-educate them and transform them. Love it. Love it. And so now I've heard the term inner child healing. What does that mean? And how is that different to inner parenting? Yeah, so inner child healing is quite common where people recognize, oh, okay, I have these um, uh, wounded parts, stunted parts. And, and the thing is, it focuses on the child, but it often comes from the approach of permissiveness. So it's like, oh, they're there. You didn't get the, the um, your parents didn't love you the way that you know you want to. Whereas this is not that at all. This is recognizing, let me re-educate you. And, and it's a skillful coaching way of noticing, well, uh, what had you been believing about love? Did you, yeah. had you thought that it only comes in, in this particular form? Oh, if they don't buy me ice cream, they don't love me? Yeah. Oh, that's what you had believed. Oh, are there other ways that people can show love? And so the, this, like ha learning how to have conversations with these younger parts in a way in which they can create new associations. Gotcha. I think the they're the ones that need to create the new associations, right? Because what happens is like, it might be like, I already know this stuff. I already know um, uh, when you know, so, so not to eat certain things and whatever else, but then there's, if, if a younger part gets activated, and that's what happens in trigger, right? When we're triggered, it's these younger parts that get activated and they're the ones driving. Yes. So it's like a five-year-old <laughs> takes the wheel. <laughs> I like that. But it's, so, it's to me what's fascinating is that some people can go through a lot of their life with these crazy associations and other people will, will say, what? That's, that's insane. That's, where did you come up with that? And it's because of how they've been brought up. It's fascinating. And the, those pathways that have been set when they were younger. But it's just amazing how that drives their behavior and drives them into all these situations and, and, uh, and the way they think and, and conduct themselves. And someone else might think, what the hell is that person doing? Fascinating. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's all these scripts from childhood. I have a friend who, the minute he finds out someone is a successful entrepreneur, his question is, so, so who was it, your mum or your dad that didn't, didn't you know, uh, like what was, what was show you love because there's this sense of, yeah, yeah I've got to perform and, and be better and achieve more and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. And so obviously people that, I mean, there'd be many, many different signs and characteristics of people that might be able to get benefit from inner parenting work. It's people that are, have repeating behaviors that are bringing them the results that they're not expecting. Or, um, you know, as we mentioned, people that have always in the similar patterns, never have enough money, never have enough time, never always finding the wrong partners, um, never succeeding in whatever goal they set or not, 
following through on anything or fascinating and so tell us more about the program how does it actually work how long does it take and how does the process actually work yeah so it's we kick off with the inner parenting workshop that's five hours and and we, that's where you have a taste of it. And it's an interactive workshop and it's really engaging and it's really profound. And that in and of itself is like, if you just come to that, you'll get, you'll learn, you'll get huge value. And then for people who recognize this, this is really good stuff, then there's an invitation, join the program. And it's a three month program. Yep. And uh, basically it's, three webinars where we teach the content yep. and then three master classes, which are like Q and a coaching sessions. Yep. And so there's the webinar, then the masterclass, the webinar, and the masterclass, and they're spaced out fortnightly. Yep. And in between there's learning activities and we pair you with a, a learning buddy so that you can have someone to practice with and, and, and be doing the work. Awesome. And do people in these programs have, a connection to your community forever after that to help keep them on track or is it is there a point when they just kind of left to their own devices well no that, I, that's one of the things i actually love about the way ibi programs work is for every program we do we create a whatsapp group yep. and that whatsapp group stays active oh. right so it stay, stays open and uh so yeah and so workshop you know you come to the workshop and you'll get added to the like anything that we do oh fantastic so you've always got people that are going to help fuel you in your journey give you motivation give you inspiration people that you can talk to bounce ideas off yeah ask questions etc so contact with the, with the group yeah and and so just recently one of the people from our first workshop posted in in the group saying i'm i'm noticing this i'm i'm having this issue and she didn't choose to join the program and and still she received support from the people in the group that did join the program and say this is what i'm learning and oh fantastic yeah. i'd love to hear a little bit about your experience with the program i mean have there been any absolutely incredible remarkable um, results that you've seen maybe you can tell us a story or two yeah well one i mean in in the pro there's it's really remarkable to witness someone as they um, parent this part and, and the, the shifts in their, their face and their tone and their voice as they, that part matures. Yeah, yeah. And probably also the way, what's the word, their posture and all that. All of that, yeah. all of that. And to notice when something gets activated, how they kind of, to all of that will regress to that age. Because the first question we ask is, how old do you feel right now? Wow. And then they find the age and, and, um, and, and we teach the, the means for how do you, how do you go back to that, that, that space and how do you be, because when you know how old you are, you know how to have age appropriate communication, yep. right? We don't talk to a, a four-year-old the same way we would talk to a 14-year-old. That's right. And so to be able to, as a parent, hold space for that child appropriately is, is so important. And um, I'm just thinking which story I want to share with you. I'm like, ah, I mean, I, 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 I do. I really do. I feel like sharing my own. Is that okay? I feel oh, like sharing my, mine about when, like, I'm the, um, I can, 
I can tell you some of the, the other people's, but I'll start with mine. So when I realized that the part of me that guided attraction was the 12 year old part who, when she went into to, um, uh, puberty, there wasn't really any guidance of no, like, when I, when I first got my period, I thought I was dying, right? Cause nobody told me what it was. I didn't have, I, I had no awareness of yeah. what was, what was happening in, in, in the household that I grew up in girls weren't allowed to be friends with boys. And, and so it was, so I didn't really have um, a whole lot of guidance before, right? So that part was stunted and I worked out, ah, it's that 12 year old part that, that guides the attraction. So all of this discernment and wisdom, and I noticed this where I was like, I can see that this person is not at all a good fit and yet i'm still attracted to them and i was and i'm scientist so i'm eternally curious yeah. <laughs> and, and so uh, and the mindfulness of noticing oh there's attraction there what is that about and i recognized okay it was that 12 year old part of me that was guiding the attraction and so there's no wonder there wasn't the same degree of discernment because what kind of discernment does a 12 year old have? That's right. Right. Yeah. What kind of discernment? So it would, it would only be a matter of time before I, yeah. I recognize that, that this person isn't, isn't able to meet me on like meet my adult self yeah. on the levels that I want to be met. Right. It was only a matter of time. So that was, and you and you uh, never really and you never really thought about that before. Like you never, if there was this repeating pattern, you never really dived in there, or was there something? I hadn't seen the pattern because I had a relationship that was um, seven years. And basically, what we do when we when we see something like we recognize, we get our scripts from childhood, and then we we kind of say, "I want that." or I don't want that. So we'll either go, we create, we create the exact same thing or we go the opposite way. And so it's that black and white thinking, which is a characteristic of childhood. These are some of the things that we rewire in, yeah. in the program, yeah. this black and white thinking that's there. Yeah. And so for me in my household, my experience was that uh, then that it was my dad was, the one that was the ball, like there's one that that's, there's one that's a boss and there's one that gets bossed around. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to be bossed around. I'll be the boss. Right. right. I'll be the boss. Right. I love it. And so my first, my, the partner that I was with for seven years was the dynamic was very much, I'm in charge. I'll tell you. <laughs> very much about, like totally, totally like, <laughs> Yeah. I wore the pants in that relationship but no. across the board. And that was because that was, uh, I just, I only knew that there was those two roles possible. The idea exactly. that you could have, uh, like other options didn't exist to yeah. me because that was the that I had. I started my uh, personal development journey per, towards maybe a year or two before we separated about a year or two before we separated um i can't remember exactly when 
uh, when now, but it, when we when we separated, so I chose him as a scientist would choose someone where it's like, I have a checklist, yeah. you tick all the boxes and, and yep, this works. And so there wasn't actually any attraction there. It didn't factor in at all. It wasn't, I didn't choose a partner based on attraction. I chose a partner like this is a business relationship and the businesses will be life partners, you know, and it was, you've got this skill set. Uh, and I'm the CEO and you're. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there was, there was no, no element of attraction there. Yeah. And, and, and truth be told in that relationship, I actually thought I was asexual because I didn't, there wasn't the pheromonal chemistry, chemistry any of it wasn't there. Yeah. Right. Definitely. So I, I, I was, you know, like the, I, it was very much like, okay, I'll, I'll do my duties every <laughs> fortnight. Like oh that my was God. my experience. Oh my God. That, was, that was my experience. And then um, when I left that relationship and then I actually experienced attraction for the first time, it was... Whoa, where's this coming from? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I, was with, I was with that partner for five years. So it wasn't until after we separated that the next person that I'm like, huh, I can see a pattern here with, with the types of people that I'm attracted to. And, and with your second partner or that, that next partner, were you also the CEO? Were you also the boss? No, that was the opposite. That was, that was, a, that, that was the opposite. That was, uh, I, I must say that was a conscious relationship in that in that I, I was um, using that space of, uh, let's say trigger. I, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. because when some, when you're attracted to someone, they'll trigger you yeah. a lot. That's, that's part <laughs> of the agreement that's yeah. there. Right? When there's a lot of attraction, there will be trigger. Like they, it. Yeah. When it comes from that kind of attraction, there's different types of attraction and I can talk about that in future podcasts. I mean, that's a very good idea. We'll have, we'll have to get you back to talk feminine about that. dynamics and how do we tap into polarity to create that? I can talk about that in future yeah, I think, podcasts. I think we'll have to do that. Yeah. So that particular kind of attraction was, was basically, um, it's called trauma bonding is what it's called. Right. Yeah. That's what it's called. Trauma bonding. It's like the little girl in me feels safe with the little boy in you. Right. And, yeah. and so you mean for that, sec, that, that next relationship, you were more conscious of how you were normally behaving and you said, I'm going to take a back foot here and I'm not going to be a bossy. I'm not going to play that Correct. role. Correct. So I, I just let myself, I, I, I let it be a, yep. a completely different dynamic. And I, I was, and it was a, um, a beautiful partnering and it was, it was in these moments that his trauma was activated. He did not know how to handle himself. He's a beautiful, loving man. And when his trauma was activated, he would just spout out any kind of nonsense that I'm like, yeah. And, and that, that was, and I could recognize like this, this isn't, he's not in his right mind. So it never really, it never really, like it didn't bother me that much. This is an old script. This is an old pot. It's just this isn't him, right? He's not in his right mind. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it took five years and it didn't change. And I'm like, what has to happen for you to like, like actually start behave like, like what keeps happening that this 
keeps getting activated, right? And so, so me, me leaving was, was basically saying, like, I've got some inner work to do. You've got some inner work to do. This is a dynamic that's co-created. I'm not saying it's all like, yeah. so you, you do your inner work and I'll do mine. And, and so through this process, the inner parenting program was born when I recognized there was another person that I was attracted to that had kind of similar characteristics. And, and I started to see these patterns and, and uh, Deb, my co-director had, has been studying maturity and she has been, she's a phenomenal model of conscious parenting. She's a story I can tell you about because, um, because she, when she became a parent, like in the real world of parents, she decided that she did not want to parent in any of the styles she'd seen. Right. She not, she didn't have any models of, of conscious parenting around. So she actually deliberately chose, she chose, tried to find models of who she wanted to parent like and wow. be really, really mindful of how she um, educated, taught and held space for her, her daughter. Wow. And the result is, you know, as a, and I've, I've been, you know, part of her life since she was 13 years old, she's always been um, far, uh, like far ahead in terms of the the her consciousness yep. right oh it's gonna turn this down wow that's fascinating yeah and 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 so that's an example of you know that's in the external world she's so she um she makes her own choices like at the age of six deb was telling me a story about how um she was wearing a necklace uh to school and it wasn't allowed in the the as part of the uniform and so she said, oh, there's a letter here. And so as part of this, brothers, you give them the feedback. As a parent, you give them the feedback and you let them make their own choices. Sure. You hold space for them to make their own choices in a, in a clean way. And so here's this letter saying, you're not you know, supposed to wear this necklace. What would you like to, you know, how might you like to respond? And, and, and she said, I don't care, I'll, I'll wear it anyway. And so then Deb gives the feedback, well, that if you do that, then the teachers could get angry with you and they um, uh, might, you know, they might be upset. She gives like the possibilities yeah. of... It allows them to make their own choice based on facts and... and, and, and Le exactly. Wisdom. Leverage her experience. Leverage like this. Like, I've been around, around the planet for a while. So, and this is exactly what we do with our younger parts where when I was holding space for my... 12 year old part to recognize i understand that you're attracted to him and that that's not like uh it's to, to be with her while she was gotcha. maturing through that process is a very similar thing let me give you the feedback that's that you need that she didn't have right because those parts stay stunted yeah, exactly. until they don't have they can't they can't access the information we have until we Yep, until share we come that with them. the benefit of wisdom. Correct. And really? we share and when we share that with them, and it even if it's like a six-month-old, I remember one part was a see, crying and crying and crying in a crib, thinking, you know, I, I'm I'm alone, like they, they don't come when I call. I um and to remind well, how for in a child's eyes, a moment in time 
a moment in time can feel like an eternity. Right. So really, did they not come? When they, how long was it? Yeah. And so just to kind of re-educate these parts, it's, it's phenomenally changing, wow. right? Phenomenally changing. And so with, with that example, with um, my two days of, of wearing her necklace to school, she, she decided on her own she wasn't going to wear it anymore because she didn't feel like it was fair to her friends yeah. for her to wear it and they they not because they're like it was her own values of fairness gotcha gotcha apologies i think we we've had a few internet glitches but i think we're back now can you can you hear me and see me properly yep yeah, yeah. Fascinating. So what I'm loving as well is the fact that I suppose with wisdom comes a lot of these more gray areas. Whereas when you're younger, it's black and white and it's just choice A or choice B. But with wisdom and experience, you can start to make a bit more of a, an informed decision around the gray, which is fascinating. That's very that is fascinating. exactly what we teach in the inner parenting workshop. We exactly what we teach is when we when we a binary choice is not a choice, right? So when we're in black and it's a hallmark of childish thinking. It's this or that. And as we give options, we teach how to offer options. We open up possibilities, and that is part of maturation. Yeah, yeah, it's sure. Being able to hold complexity. Yeah, and one person's gray area might not be gray for another. Or one person's gray area might be a positive gray area or it might be a negative gray area for somebody else. So the grays are where the, the magic is, really. Yeah. The gray is where the magic is. Learning how to yeah, perceive our own grays. Yeah. Wow. Vivia, sensational. I mean, we could go on forever, but I was really, that was really, really interesting. And I love how honest you are in sharing your own story because it allows people to really understand you know, what this stuff's about and how it works and how much benefit they can get out of these programs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, uh, it is, this is, this is work that has enriched my life in more ways than I can, I can possibly put into words. And I, I wish for every person on the planet that they also give themselves the the gift of exploring their inner worlds you know in in this way through you know through whether it's through um our doesn't even have to be through our programs but just though they give themselves the gift of exploring their inner worlds that would beautiful and if people want to get in touch with you or get more information about the program what's the best way for them to do that yeah, intrinsicbrilliance.com.au is the, the website for the Institute. And I have a website also, diviadarling.com. Uh, and the, on the, there's a tab for our coaching programs and it's, it has the inner parenting program listed. I think the URL is Perfect. slash inner parenting program. But that's, uh, all of that's there on the website. There's so many resources free meditations, free like blogs, um, all kinds of resources on the IBI website. So I highly recommend checking that out. Awesome. Well, I'll definitely yeah. put all those links in the show notes um, so people can really yeah. access those programs and get to know a bit more about what you guys do. Um, and what would you like to leave us with today? Anything, any little tips of gold 
from Divya that are going to help us on our journey? Tips of gold. I guess I would say it's a process. Yep. It's a process and it's a really important thing to remember. It's a process and celebrate yourself. Nice. Wherever you are in your process. In your journey. Yeah. Because it is a journey, as they say. Yeah. Well done. I love it. Well, Div, thank you so much for coming on the show. And I'm going to hold you to that. We're going to do another one all about attraction. And I'm sure everyone's okay. going to be fascinated. I didn't do that. Yep. I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. so for everybody out there, I hope you had a great session. I hope you've learned a lot, because I certainly have. And we'll definitely have Divya back at some point on the program. And uh, have a fantastic day. And we'll see you very, very soon for another episode of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. Bye for now. See you, Div. Thank you. Bye.